Hello, 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 Nicola O'Brien. How's it going? Welcome to Fox First Five. Welcome, everybody. Uh, I, I'm actually free this week. The baby's asleep, so I feel much better. Last week was like stressful, <laughs> but this week. You say that now. I'm like, keep your voice down. I know. Well, I put on <laughs> headphones so that she won't hear your voice and wake up because she often will do things like that. But uh, uh, she's just out for the count now. So fingers crossed. Just the dog. Oh, just the dog. I have to manage now. <laughs> oh, awesome. I'm looking out my window here and it's beautiful, beautiful blue skies. Such a nice day here after the godforsaken, horrendous weather we've had the last few weeks. And I know we'll talk about the weather, blah, blah. But honestly, like night, nights and nights of no sleep, proper sleep, like, you know, because the wind, it was just so annoying. But anyway, hopefully we've got her in for a few cam days and I'm off to Shetland on Monday. So I am absolutely oh breaking myself over that bloody flight. So hopefully, is it a little um, plane with propellers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It'd be fun. Let's not talk about it. Not talk about it. <laughs> anyway, so there you go. So uh, how are you? What's been happening? I'm well, thank you. Yes. Um, we purchased, it's such boring news, but we purchased a playpen for the baby. And uh, I just feel like already that I have like slightly more of my life back to myself. Oh. <laughs> Where I can just plunk her in and she's happy out playing away. So um, oh, yeah, and amazing. it keeps the dog away Well, enjoy that because it, it'll last <laughs> about 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's slightly better than like, you know, having to like, keep a salad eye in her all the time because the dog you know mm. at least now she's kind of like in her own little space which is nice so she, this morning she Good. didn't know what to do with herself she was like screaming and roaring with happiness though you know just to oh. kind of express her you know they don't know how to express themselves so was, yeah, yeah. it's cute but the dog is uh, nose is out of joint now because he's like where's my friend gone <laughs> so oh no <laughs> yeah so he's a bit sad and needy today all right um how yeah. are you Good, good. Uh, Milo is settling in. I don't know if I shared the kitten's name last week, Milo. Um, So he still hasn't ventured beyond the kitchen because we're kind of keeping in there to kind of you know, you're supposed to keep their world kind of fairly mm. small when they arrive first. So he like take a few steps out into the hall and then kind of run back in and stuff. So he's as cute as a button. Oh, he's so cute. good. Um, the nails have been out a few times. So there's a few like all of, all of us have scratches down the backs of our legs but um, he just wants to be picked up and cuddled and stuff but um, no that's going great and yeah just another hectic week in the life of life in this life that we're living and you know not not a, not much of it very exciting, unfortunately. But yeah so look we'll push on because we've lots to talk about today and yeah okay number one. One. So this one Nicola uh, it's a little bit of an experiment. Did you hear during the week about this US chemist who has suggested adding salt to your tea? No. Oh, We're not do doing it, it go? No, really? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, you really want to? Oh, no, because I'm really looking for I haven't had a cup of tea yet today. So, <laughs> so what I did is I made... Two cups oh, of tea. You, bitch. you should have told me to make two cups of tea. I would have done it. <laughs> so I was like, right, you know what? I'm going to... I'm going to try it because, eh, you know, I'll try anything once, basically. <laughs> so, why yeah, did he so suggest it? Oh, so you're going to tell us all about that now, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, a US chemist's suggestion of adding salt and a squeeze of lemon to tea has prompted the US oh, Embassy in London to milk. dismiss the technique as unthinkable. Well, I'm doing salt with milk rather than the lemon but version. They do it okay, right? I get you. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Michelle Frankel, like Professor. Professor of Chemistry at Bryn Mawr College shared her method of making the perfect cup of tea in her new book, Steeped the Chemistry of Tea. The professor 
analyzed scores of research papers and ancient texts about tea making to arrive at her scientifically backed method for brewing the perfect cup of tea. Criticizing the American method, which she writes too often used lukewarm water, she found that adding a barely detectable amount of table salt neutralizes the bitter notes in tea. She said, it is not like adding sugar. I think people are afraid they'll be able to taste the salt, she writes. A squeeze of lemon, meanwhile, can allegedly remove the scum from your brew. Frankel even gave the tea makers of Ireland a shout out writing, I've had better cups of tea at service stations in Ireland than I've had at fancy restaurants in the US. I've had some of the best cups of tea in my life at service yeah, stations in Ireland. To yeah. be honest as with long you. as they're berries, so, then you can have a good cup. Actually, Bewley's, because I never drink it otherwise. Bewley. And I'll often get a tea at a service station. I'll be like, what tea is that? It's lovely. <laughs> it's Bewley's. Interesting. So anyway, um, should we try this before I finish the rest of the story then? Well, I'm not going to try it because I'm only my own cup of tea. And like I said, I uh, am sleep deprived and this is my first cup of the day. So okay. I'll leave you at it. <laughs> a pinch of salt, right? I don't even know how much really a pinch of salt is. It could be quite a lot. But anyway, <laughs> I brought up my salt shaker and a spare little mug of tea. Right, well, I'll get the salt. Wait, I'll be back. Go on then. I brought the second cup of tea so that I have a backup if this um, goes terribly wrong. Well, in fact, I'm pretty sure I won't drink all of this. So, Okay. Did you get it? Yeah, okay. I'm afraid though. Did you if I ruin my cup of tea now, I'm gonna be so pissed off with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You wanna try it? Ready? Wait, oh jeez. Do it together. Way too much. Oh, how much did you put in? No, it's on my hand. It's got the big massive <laughs> the big massive shaker you got from Able the supermarket. Oh, it's all everywhere now. Okay, right. I never do you need a spoon? I didn't. Can't mark it till you've tried it, as they say, you know. Okay, go on then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it tastes nice. Tastes nice. As always. Put another bit in. <laughs> no. I don't you're it's not like supposed when, to taste it like. It's it's like when you're drinking cocktails yeah. and you're like, can't taste the alcohol? Show another bit in. Show another bit. Show another bit in. No. I mm. think she might have a point about the bitterness. Do you not think? I'm going to taste my other tea now and see if I think. Oh, that's a, a good idea if you have a second cup of tea. Again, you should have told me to make two cups of tea this morning. I think. I think she's got something there. Yeah, but how fucking strange will you be if people are around your house and you're like, I'll just put a bit of salt in my tea here. <laughs> she's back to trying the salty tea. And she looks I'm impressed. I'm not joking you. It's a bit smoother, like. It is a bit smoother than the you. other one. Mm. That's a very strong cup of tea I have as well. Oh, <laughs> the dog just brained himself. <laughs> Honestly, I need everyone to just leave me alone. <laughs> the dog is now going crazy, trying to get out to a bird. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. I maybe it's intriguing. So, and is that it? Is that just her theory? Just add a bit of salt. She added a bit yeah. of salt, and she thinks it's better. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because we all know the Americans make terrible tea. I mean, the Americans don't even have kettles. Like this is, this is you know they are not the best placed people for making tea at all. Uh so I'm I'm you know, she's coming probably from a very good place trying to educate her yeah. <laughs> brethren. You but know, I don't know how much um, Americans actually drink tea though. It's it's not very common. You know, they drink I know, but you always you always on TV and stuff you're always you they always like, I'll have a cup of tea. They do. They do have tea. And it is breakfast tea. Is it's it? just terrible. Yeah. It's just not the same as what we have here. And we drink an inordinate amount of the stuff anyway. But, but anyway, I like there is something though I think it is a lot of it is in the water. It's your water. It's not yeah. necessarily Oh the my tea God, bag. completely. And I remember yeah. when we, like I used to live in Blackpool and it was very, very built up there. Not that it's not built up where we are, but at least I can see some green fields. But the water was so hard that it was just mm. like the tea, there'd be a scum on the top of it before you'd even drink it, Ew. you know? And Ew. it was the most 
yuck tea, honestly. And when we moved to Glenmire, yeah. when we lived in Douglas, we had nice tea. And then when we moved to Glenmire, it was like, oh my God, I hope it's a nice cup of tea. And actually it's lovely that the water is good here with good tea. Good. <laughs> because good. that, would, that probably... would make your life miserable having bad tea. You but new water pipes water. and stuff as well. The water pipes in Blackpool have probably yeah, been there for about 200 disgusting. years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, oh God, I bent my nail back this morning oh, and no. trying to get the windscreen washer wiper fluid oh, into the... No. Oh, don't even... Sorry. Ow. Anyway, um, yeah, anyway, look, lads, there's something to do over the weekend now <laughs> if you're having a cup of tea and you just want to your friends brighten are up coming your morning over and see what it, it tastes like. Good, exactly. Like, experiment. Do a little taste test. But um, yeah, the rest of it was, it started like a diplomatic <laughs> row nearly between between America and the UK. Uh, there was an intervention from the US Embassy in London <laughs> itself, which posted a statement on X, formerly Twitter, that was equal parts tongue-in-cheek and grave. Writing about the special bond between the two nations, the embassy strove to reassure the British public, we want to ensure the good people of the UK and the unthinkable notion of adding assault to Britain's <laughs> national drink is not official United States policy and never will be. Oh, fair play to them. The statement uh, ended with a reference to another divisive tea technique which went viral on TikTok in recent years. The US embassy will continue to make tea in the proper way. By microwaving it. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know how people can do that. Microwave it's their so tea. weird. Um, yeah. She said she certainly didn't mean to cause a diplomatic incident. My emails have been going crazy today. I did not anticipate waking up this morning to see loads of people talking about salt in their tea. Of course, there is precedent when it comes to divides over tea in the US. In 1773, demonstrators in Boston tossed mm. 300 chests of tea into the harbour in protest against British taxes. The protest became known as the Boston Tea Party and was a dis- decisive moment in the lead up to the American Revolution. We know all this. Francel also suggested using short stout mugs that have less surface area and so keep the tea hotter. Mm. She flavours loose tea over tea bags and constantly stirring the brew, warming the mug and the milk also improves the tea. She writes and milk should be added last. Uh, I read a longer piece as well where she said never, ever, ever, ever heat your tea up in the microwave. Oh God. Agree. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. Please, please. Aoife tried to do it here in my house there one day and I nearly pushed her out the door. I was like, I'll make yeah. you a fresh cup, don't you dare. She was like, give me a microwave. Exactly. I was like, are you mental? It would just probably take as much energy, like electricity wise, to put it in a microwave as it would do to boil the kettle. So <laughs> Totally, totally. I've seen people do it with coffee a lot as well. I don't know, I mean, don't drink coffee, so I don't know, but yeah. Okay, right, over to you, Nicola, number two. Two. Very good. Uh, so uh, at the weekend, we actually watched uh, Napoleon. So I thought I would talk a little oh. bit about it. So at the moment, it's actually not out like properly, but you can rent it on Apple TV and stuff, and you can rent it okay. on another couple of platforms as well. Um, but some people might have gone to the cinema to see it. It was obviously quite big back in December. No Oscar nominations except like costume it's or something. Not great, like it's really not oh, that's great. A shame. Yeah, it's really disappointing for Ridley Scott to be honest oh. with you. Um, I was very, very disappointed in it. It is like for somebody who was such an iconic war man, you know, um, obviously the way I'm talking is stupid, but again, apologies for my lack of good language. It's just the lack of sleep. Um, but, <laughs> um, you know, for somebody as iconic as Napoleon and what he did and the wars that he led and all that, yeah. you'd think that it would be very much focused on that kind of side of things. Like, you know, his, because yeah. he had such a mind for it, you know, his yeah. warfare. Was military campaigns, exact, etc. Yeah. Exactly, he was a real military man, and he was very intelligent when it came to that. And like that's why he won so many wars, you know. Um, but in the movie, they only cover like two wars. They cover 
um, Waterloo towards the end and they cover another big war as well and um, that he fought against like the Austrians and the, the Prussians and stuff and like those war scenes are very well done and very enjoyable and they're kind of more towards the end of the movie but the movie itself is very much more um, his love story with Josephine who he meets and marries um, and it's kind of just their story. So uh, I don't know, just the whole thing is is strange. Vanessa Kirby Lacking. plays Josephine um, and it's like this kind of like, you know, they had their their love letters were, were stolen. So you can still read their love letters to each other. So it's kind of more based on their love letters than like his story, you know. And I think okay. it's a little bit misleading the way that it's been marketed and stuff, because when in the trailer and everything, there's big war clips, you know, of the of the war scenes, but like they're yeah. very small part of it. Um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix plays him well, but again, it's just like he's such a strange character anyway. Like they they play him kind yeah. of strange, you know, um, like yeah. super intelligent and very much like a, a man before his time in terms of warfare, but a strange kind of character. Um, it has like a fifty eight percent rating on Rotten Tomato, and I kind of agree with that because it it has potential. And it was quite interesting, but like they skim over so much of the historical events. Like, I mean, yeah. that man went to Egypt, you know, and was like fighting at the yeah. pyramids and they showed for like two minutes. You know, it's it's yeah. just in terms of like what he did, not really. In, so if you're into like historical movies and stuff, which we are, those kind of epic yeah. historically ones, yeah. it's not really that. It's more a love story mm. of him and Josephine. Mm-hmm. So um, I did read um, some criticism about it when it was out first that basically it's quite far from reality. Yeah. That yeah. He's taken an awful lot of artistic license with it and and it's been laboured at him that point and his response was historians don't own history and, you know, it's his, uh, it's his sort of... Artistic interpretation. Art- yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And it's his creative right to portray him whatever way he wants essentially but you know there was just a few things where like like even maybe that's where he went wrong originally though do you know what I mean yeah but like even like mm -hmm. you're looking at people who are like Napoleon blah blah like they don't have accents so they like have an American accent or a British accent whatever but then they're Mm. fighting the British they criticise that as well so it's very confusing you're like okay who's that guy for like if they're not wearing a uniform you're like okay who's he like what is he you know sometimes they'll say who the person was but not often so there was lots of times Mm -hmm. where I was like I have no clue who this person is for what side Mm -hmm. they're on because Mm -hmm. everybody Mm -hmm. seems to have a British accent or American accent you know Mm -hmm. and like even Josephine has an English a British accent and she's French you know like they didn't even try with the accents or anything so I found that kind of annoying too that like that was does it cover his whole life no it covers kind of like it's the bit in the middle basically um, from when he kind of took over uh, the army oh. and then kind of was made emperor and all that it's a fascinating mm. story but like I would love to watch like a documentary on it maybe now and actually learn a lot more because I think we learned mm. about Napoleon in like one semester in, in university and I couldn't tell you much yeah. more about him but mm. actually fascinating character and that did make mm. me kind of see that side of it but mm. like the wars and all that were fascinating and he was extremely before his time but yeah like the the whole love story and all that is just very strange and like yeah, like mm. Vanessa Kirby is brilliant. I, w- I would say she plays it very well, but I can understand why it wasn't nominated for stuff, to be honest, because it's just all a bit strange. Um, yeah. So, yes, that was our movie of the weekend. Go on, yes. Okay, 
Yeah, no, I was just going to say, we'll maybe talk very briefly about uh, the Oscars mm-hmm. and especially, I suppose, the snubs, you know, mm-hmm. like the Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig mm-hmm. not getting the nominations. But like, I think it's been overplayed a little bit. Like the bottom, the, the end of the line is, or the end, there's 11,000 people in that nominate the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's all made up of peers and stuff like that. And I kind of feel like, it's one thing if the movies aren't there in the first place, i.e. if there isn't films by like black people that they can actually mm-hmm. vote on, you know, yeah. so the underrepresentation is one thing. They just didn't feel it was good enough. And I think that's OK, too. Yeah, Do you know it's, what I mean? it's the thing is, like, and even when I watched the first, like, I don't think it's an Oscar movie. It's not like no. it's like a feminist fun movie, you know, and like yeah. Mark Robbie and all that. Like, yeah, she plays a good character, but it's there's not that much dramatic need for her to be an incredible actress yeah. in it, in my opinion. Exactly. You know? Like, she, it's kind of comedic, well, like, the underlying, even when she's upset yeah. in it, there's a comedic underline, you know, when she's like, just yes. falls over when she's upset. And stuff. <laughs> but like, yeah. I get it, but then I think it was because Ryan Gosling was nominated. But to be fair, American Ferrer was nominated and she did have a bit more but drama. But they're both supporting roles yes, though I as know, well. but she did and have actually, more drama, I thought. Absolutely. You know? And I'm sure I said at the time that I thought she was overlooked in the promotion of the thing because yeah. she's a really key character in it mm. and all we ever hear about are Barbie and Ken. Mm. You know what I mean? She, even that other, you know, the wonky Barbie, she got more publicity than yes. America Ferreira did. And Amer- the whole thing is about America Ferreira. Yeah, in a way. I actually think she's very good and it. she does show a lot of emotion. And it's that monologue, that, like. the monologue about having to be everything and do everything. I mean, it's yeah. fantastic. So she definitely deserves to be in there. And it is good that a woman associated with Gas the nomination but I do also accept the irony of the fact that Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling got the nomination a lot of people say that well. like he was the funniest part of it a lot of people say he was the most enjoyable mm. part of it like you have to give it's that it's still got eight well. nominations do you know what I mean so, but I think the um, Greta Gerwig thing is is a bit sour right because it was for what it yes. was it was incredible you know the way it was mm. done the way it was directed all that yeah, yeah. stuff and the staging and the colour and all that yeah. stuff was really good she definitely but it's nominated for best picture nod. you know so yeah, yeah, you have to kind of true. take that but yes, a lot of they'd be like, "Shit, we better it. give it to her after all the yeah. <laughs> stuff that's gonna." But anyway, and Saltburn got no nominations, which yeah. I'm glad about because I think it's completely overrated. Did you watch um, it? Yeah, no, I yeah. didn't know you watched it. Did you? I haven't watched, you watched it, yet. it. No, no. Again, oh it's yeah, so look, hyped oh, that I'm kind of like allergic. But we'll watch. It we didn't it. talk about it on here at all. Um, oh my god, watch Pink. it. It's <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, no, definitely. Yeah, there's sex scenes in it. You probably will have never encountered before yeah, I've heard about the, the content mm. but but also like just no I no I won't I won't give it away watch it we'll talk about it next week right yeah, okay. okay that's TV Traitor's final on tonight yeah, everyone's Cannot very excited. I still can't find it I tried to watch it during the week and still can't find it so damn damn it yeah maybe no, in the really future good. Really it. although I think I enjoyed the middle bit more than this end bit I enjoyed when there was more people there and there was more game playing going on but anyway and actually just one one big thing as well that's happening today is Masters of the Air is starting on Apple TV tomorrow yes. actually I think the 27th so that's from the same yeah. makers as Band of Brothers and the Pacific, Tom Hanks, Spielberg, all that. So that's going to yeah, be a great yeah. watch. So we reviewed it on my other podcast this week, Screen Babble. Did they get um, to watch it? They get to watch it, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Did they yeah, enjoy the it? Critic, one of our TV critics watched it. He said it's excellent. Oh, Very oh, really? good. Yeah, okay, he said the great. actors are brilliant. Yeah. Austin Butler's in it and Barry Keown. And yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That's a big kind of strong. highlight of the weekend now. So I'm going to watch it. Absolutely. Yeah, don't have Apple TV, unfortunately, but hey-ho. Okay, thank it's you. That today. Was TV. Oh my God, Sorry, the talk- first swip started out today. It is today. today. Yeah, it is the 26th, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think that we could do a whole, this whole podcast would be about TV every week, to be honest with you, but anyway. Uh, okay, 
Number three. Three. So our facts this week, I actually was going to do in like mid-December when it was kind of timely, but for whatever reason, oh, I think it was a Christmas one we did instead. I did the, you know, the Christmas verbs, the dedication to all the women out there who are caring and mm. all that stuff. Um, so this person is Rebecca Welch. Does the name ring any bells? Yeah, maybe. Sounds familiar. She is... She was the first female referee in a premiership match ever, um, which took place in December. So uh, she was born in Washington, Tyne and Weir and became the first woman to be appointed to referee an English football league match when she was appointed to referee a league two match between Harrogate Town and Port Vale in 2021. And in December 23, Welsh became the first woman to referee a Premier League match. Having worked as an administrator with NHS Business Services Authority, Welch became a football referee in 2010, but continued to work in her NHS post until becoming a ref full-time in 2019. She played football from a young age and studied to be a referee with Durham County Football Association. Her first two matches were women's university games, followed by a Sunday league match in Sunderland, something she's described as being a completely different kettle of fish compared to the university games. She's risen up through the ranks uh through the Women's Super League and also she has officiated at Women's FA Cup Finals. Since the 2018-2019 National League, she has refereed at several men's National League matches. In December 2020, she was added to UEFA's elite women's list, joining other female football officials to referee at international games, including Stephanie Frappat of France and Germany's Bibiana Steinhaus. On the 9th of January 2023, FIFA appointed her to the officiating pool for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. In November 23, Welsh was allegedly the subject of misogynistic chanting during a match between Birmingham City and Sheffield Wednesday. Two 17-year-olds were subsequently arrested. On the 23rd of December 2023, Welsh became the first woman to referee in the English Premier League, officiating in a fixture between Fulham and Burnley. She was congratulated by the Burnley manager Vincent Company after the match. So, I mean... Bless her in a world that is more than dominated by men mm. to be the first person to achieve that is absolutely outstanding. So I imagine she gets pelters yes. on social media and stuff like that. I so um, I couldn't do it anyway, not a hope. I think it would take a very strong minded person yeah. to be able to do it. So fair play, absolutely. fair pleasure. Yeah. So Rebecca Welch, there you go. Yeah. We can see a lot more of her in the next few years, I think. So yeah. that's great. OK, uh, over to you, number four. Four. I have a very morbid one for you this week, and I don't know if it's the one that we spoke oh. about before, but it's um it's on X. So again, I don't really go on here much, but when I do, I often find myself like this comes up on my feed a lot. But it is just a warning, extremely morbid. Excuse, I sorry, hit the mic there. It's very morbid. The morbid knowledge like thing. Yeah, so it's called yeah, morbid yeah. knowledge, and yes, it is absolutely. Um, the ash is morbid full, but it's f u l, so morbid full. Um and there's loads of followers and stuff. Now it's not always dead bodies and stuff. It's often just true no. crime stories or stories around death. To be totally honest with you, or pictures like weird pictures. Yeah, like stuff, there's a picture there today of a teddy bear, and it's made from a human placenta, but it doesn't look like it's made from a human <laughs> placenta. So that was a bit strange when I just looked at it first. I was like, "What the fuck?" But anyway, um, oh, that actually is a really good example of the stuff that's on. Yeah, but listen, there's one here a video from September. 
September 6, 2016, shows the moment 400 students gathered outside the home of their cancer-stricken teacher, Ben Ellis, to sing for him. He passed away just 10 days later. So there's nice stuff like that too, but it is nearly mm. always around death. So like just as an FYI. But I actually yeah. think it's the, the really fascinating. <laughs> like a lot of it, yeah. like there's some stuff you just have to scroll by. because and But there is some stuff that's actual true crime. So it'll just tell you about like a certain mad true yeah. crime. Or it could be yeah. something mad, like somebody got stuck in a hole and how they dealt with it. You know, it's stuff like that, like where <laughs> it might not end yeah. well, but very like interesting. So um, I find myself spending a long time on it because sometimes as well, somebody will put something in like um, yes. footage from like, uh, I don't know, video taken from a plane on September 11, 2001 shows the initial reactions of passengers to the news of the attacks. It's an actual mm. video of people on a plane on that day. Like, can you imagine, you know, stuff like that that I've never seen before. So, mm-hmm. but then people will post other follow-up stuff underneath them. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of learn more about That's it. That's it. Yeah. You go yeah. down the rabbit hole because yeah. they'll put like maybe not loads of information about it in the tweet and then people start filling in the gaps yes. underneath. Yeah. So it's really, really um, interesting. There's other mor- morbid-esque accounts that kind of join in, you know. Yeah, I know. And then there's one, like there's a, even a few here, like there's one where a woman who was attacked by Ted Bundy is watching news coverage of Ted Bundy with her family. You know, weird stuff like that, that she obviously mm. survived him and then people will add like another story underneath mm-hmm. it. And yeah, so you could go down a serious rabbit hole. But if you're anyway sensitive, I would just ignore this recommendation. But I personally, yeah. as somebody who enjoys true crime and is just fascinated by that's dark enough stuff, mm. to be honest, um, mm. Like I'm not totally fascinated with like there's a lot of stuff I can't watch or but it's not that mm. bad you know it's more just and sometimes it'll be like historical stuff too about like I said about like certain times of history and what had happened and you know very interesting yeah. so I would definitely check it out I, I, I think it's a, yeah, one of the yeah, yeah. most it's, interesting accounts I follow to be honest yeah yeah it's very like morbid fascination isn't it it's kind of I think the thing about it is it's just sort of snapping you out mm. of your reality you know because it's like yeah often there'll be a picture of like I don't know something like you know the way they used to take pictures of dead children with their families they used to do portraits and stuff in Victorian times um, weird stuff like that where you'd be like oh a picture and then you're like that person's dead you're like oh my god that person's dead <laughs> yeah know? but there's also so, like just even stories about people like who just vanished and turned back up and you know mad stuff that's have happened to people yeah, already, or the last like, the last picture of someone before something happened to them or yeah, whatever yeah it's there's really of, fascinating it's quite a wide plethora I know it's yeah. it sounds so like dark for us to be talking about this stuff but I promise you it's actually very very interesting I read one last week I can't find it there but about like an Italian artist and she was basically an art like had an art installation or I don't know what the word is but she her whole thing this was in like the 80s was she laid out two tables of stuff that people could use on her like, and she would just not react. Oh, yeah. Did you read that one? Yeah. It was yeah, absolutely fascinating. Yeah, I didn't read well into it, but I know what happened. And how, yeah. like, it started off really gentle. People would, like, mm-hmm. could just would just talk to her or, like, pick up, like, a feather and, like, try to tickle her or whatever. Or brush her hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It started very, like, softly, softly. And then, like, a few mm-hmm. hours in, people were, like, cutting her. Writing on her. Or, well, writing yeah. on her first and then, like, started cutting her and all that. And she wasn't yeah. reacting. And then eventually yeah. a woman picked up a gun. And like was threatening to kill her. And it was all about like how like when people were allowed to do whatever they wanted to and there was nothing controlling them that how it went mm-hmm. so dark and so violent, you know, mm-hmm. it was it's really, really interesting. So, again, it's a fascinating account. I would highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, probably worth saying it seems fairly legit and like authoritative, yeah. but also I wouldn't re- believe absolutely everything I read on there. If you're very particularly interested in something, I'd go off and yeah. um, check but again, it out. But again, it's like loads else. of different accounts will post under it. So you get loads of different, yeah. um, you know, opportunities to read about things as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. That's a good one. I'm surprised we haven't done it before, actually. Okay, cool. That's at Morbidful on X. I can't believe I just said that. Okay. Right, number five. Five. So in music news this week, I don't know if you've heard this, but Madonna is vigorously defending legal action brought by fans after she was more than two hours late for a show. Oh, God. Her representatives have said. uh, In New York. So uh, she's been sued by these two fans and the... The pair said that they would not have paid for tickets had they known it would finish so late. The US singers, representatives and promoter Live Nation said a technical issue to cause the delay. The case brought by Michael Fellows and Jonathan Haddon states that many ticket holder ticket holders who attended concerts on a weeknight had to get up early to go to work and or take care of their family responsibilities the next day. They're suing Live Nation and the Barclays Centre for false advertising, negligent misrepresentation. Negligent misrepresentation and unfair and deceptive trade practices. The Barclays Centre is yet to respond to the lawsuit. Mr. Fellows and Mr. Haddon attended the show on Wednesday, the 13th of December, and said it was meant to start at half eight, but it didn't start until half ten, ending around one. The lawsuit claims that other nights at the same venue on the 14th and 16th of December also reportedly started more than two hours late. Defendants failed to provide any notice to the ticket holders that the concerts would start much later than the start time printed on the ticket and as advertised, which resulted in the ticket holders waiting for hours, the document states. Um, Balls to see Madonna, but anyway. (laughs) The court papers also claim Madonna has a long history of arriving and starting her concerts late, sometimes several hours late, citing examples including her 2016 Rebel Heart Tour blah 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 in my head I'm like well in that case why didn't why did you buy the tickets exactly. if you were like she's probably going to come on late like but anyway yeah exactly some balls she um, but she was sued actually on previous tours as well um, let me see was they successful uh, oh it was dismissed out of court um, but anyway fine. There you they go. might so, get a nice payout for themselves the one thing I would say it kills the like, joy doesn't it it kills the joy you're like Jesus Christ. But the one would thing really I would say see? is like, you know, if you, if it's just like not getting up for work, I mean, it'd be a different thing if you were like stuck in a city or something because transport wasn't working or something, you know, after a certain True. time. That would be, I yeah. think, more of an issue. Like I would think, yeah. like, I know a lot of people get trains up to Dublin for concerts and get, get the, the last, last train, train back, you know, or they laugh and put mm-hmm. on a late train or whatever. Like that would be worse because you're trapped, literally missing the train. Totally. Like, you know, yeah, but, yeah. um, when it comes to just like the inconvenience of being a bit tired going to work, get over it, like for God's sake. Yeah, or leave, exactly. just leave. like. <laughs> yeah, just leave. Yeah, exactly. And ask for your money back because of whatever happened. Maybe, well, maybe for all we know, maybe it did spiral. Maybe they were like, we want our money back. And they were like, no. And they're like, right, we'll sue her. So, you know, who knows? But um, there you go. That's the music news for this week. And can yeah. I just say, can what? I just add something on music news? Mm. Uh, mm. We watched the Eras tour at the weekend. Well, Lily had it on and I was kind of dipping in Watch and out much? of it. Uh, Taylor Swift, the Eras tour, you know, her concert. Oh, like, yeah. my yeah. God, she puts on a show. I mean, it was only oh. like the recorded version of the show. Did you end up getting tickets at all? No, no. no but three and oh. a half hours of like jam-packed. My, the actual thing is nearly three hours long, but, you know, because they cut out some of the chat and stuff. But like, my God, is it a show? Now, mm. so if you did get tickets, like I think it is going to be well worth every penny because, my gosh, it was um, 
like fair play to her. It is a yeah. lot that she does. And it was highly entertaining, the bits that I watched of it. So there you go. Oh, good. Cool. <laughs> I mean, well, follow up to music. If yeah. anybody's getting rid of Taylor Swift tickets, you know where to send them? Nicola, <laughs> yeah. O'Brien. Uh, what's the crack for the weekend now? What's what's on the cards? Absolutely Kids. nothing. We're going to go to Fancy Duns <laughs> for anybody. Doesn't Fancy Duns. Oh my God. Maybe lives in the Speaking UK. of which, yes, yeah. guess what opened in our little town this week? Max and Spencer's. <laughs> Max and Spencer's. Yes. My God, will we take so. out our pinching cards there while we're at it? I know. Uh, but <laughs> if anybody doesn't know, there's a Duns basically in Cork and it's like... It's like the elite. Rochestown. Like Rochestown. Oh, it's so good. Rochestown. It's Rochestown. Hmm. It's the Rochestown Duns. Where's Rochestown? <laughs> it's that Duns. That's oh, Bishopstown. <laughs> Rochestown is where that hotel is. Oh, uh, yes. You're right. Yeah, Bishopstown. Yeah, yeah. Bishopstown. Um, Sorry. Bishopstown. Yes, Bishopstown. It's so Abandoned good. Road, basically. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like a shopper's dream. There's like a massive cheese yeah. section. You can have all your little free samples and stuff. Mm. And then there's a Sheridan's serious, cheese, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And then there's a serious sushi counter and like Unreal yeah. Deli, Unreal Butcher. And they have all the oh, nice lines. They have all the kind of lines, the Helen Steele's yes, and all and that and all, stuff. All the, yeah, the, the household stuff yeah. is absolutely unreal as well. So yeah. um, And it's really big. It's so like it's a day out. Together. I'm absolutely broke, but mm. I can go to buy myself some nice sushi and... Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm clicking. Oh, there's a ba- the bakery is really <laughs> oh, good the in there bakery as well. Um, but yeah, it's like a day out. So there you go. That's the highlight. I love going in there because they always have, yeah, like the full range of stuff. So even if we're like just on the way to the airport or back from the airport, I'll stop at Duns and do my shopping. Yeah. Like, I love it. And the kids' clothes um, are fabulous as well. Inside great. Yeah, really good, really good, really good. Um, Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I might make it to Marks and Spencer's this weekend because the girls are like pumped for it now as well. Um, <laughs> it's only a food hall, mind you. Oh, but um, I did no discover clothes. last night... You can order stuff and click oh, and click there, which is handy yeah. as well. Not that I buy loads in Marks and Spencer's, but like I buy the girls' school Some uniforms clothes and stuff. stuff is there, nice. you know? Their clo- baby clothes and stuff are nice. Their They're clothes has got a lot though. better. Yeah. Oh, the baby stuff is lovely. Um, I Yeah, I would buy the kids a bit like, um, but they've got a lot better in the last couple of years. They went very stale there for a while, but a new guy took over and he's doing a much better job, I think, with their lines. Mm. Like they had some lovely jackets and stuff in this winter. But anyway, um. So that's that. And Stuart is away at a stag. So we are flying solo, but that's all grand. And we will be, uh, yeah, just me and the girls. Girly, girly weekend. And Kelly's going holidays yeah. next week, are you? Is it next weekend you're going to No, two weeks. Oh. Two weeks, two weeks. Yeah. So you're stuck with me for another couple of episodes before we go off. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just kind of, the, the worst part of it is like, and I have such respect for single parents and stuff. I'm like, that's it. No exercise now this weekend. Do you know what I mean? Because I've got the kids. I won't get out the door at all. <laughs> you know, I'd have to ask someone to come over to mind them so I could go for a run. Yeah, that's so, a bit over the top as well. Like, yeah, this is why people invest so, in treadmills and bikes and stuff. Yeah, true, 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 true. Um, but yeah, I've got the traitors tonight, which I'm looking forward to, and uh, might have a, might have a couple of glasses of wine. Probably why shouldn't not? be drinking, but hey. <laughs> But that's it. That's the crack. Right. I'm off to Shetland on Monday. Hopefully I make it there and back. If not, love you all. It's good knowing you. Taylor's the ponies, sir. <laughs> uh, and then I'm off to London Are on you? Thursday. I so didn't know it's that. crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy week. Just for a day, just for the day, but up and down the same day. So I'm oh going to be God. like up at like 4 a.m. and 
not home till midnight. But yeah, so if we do manage to record the podcast next Friday, it'll I'll probably be a shadow of the woman I used to be. But never right. mind. Sure, I'm always grand. like that these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, listen, have a great one. We'll be back next week. Tell all your friends about Fox Force Five. Fox Force Fox there. Yeah. Fox Force Five. Get them to listen. Subscribe. Do little reviews. All that, lads. Share, share, share. Love you. Thanks, everybody. Love you, Nick. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.